0: What's up, everybody? You're listening to Come On Man, a 3% Man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man, just like you. If you are new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. What's up, gentlemen? Just a friendly reminder to subscribe to the show if you haven't already. New episodes drop every Monday morning. Also, please take a moment to give the show a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. This week was a fun conversation with 3% brother Kwok, also known as Mike, who hosts his own podcast on Anchor.fm called My Podcast Journey and Random Life Lessons. And you can find that at anchor.fm slash Uncle hyphen mike mike and i discuss all sorts of things from football teams his three percent path how his parents immigrated from communist china as well as dating in the era of covid 19 all that and more right after this message from our sponsor Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. All right, I've got Mike with me. Mike goes by Quack on the page.
1: <laughs> What's up, hey, man? Yeah, I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. You're out in San Fran? Yes, I am. Yeah. Yes, I'm uh, East Bay, Oakland. East Bay, okay. Yeah, yeah Did you, So, Are you born and raised
1: there? Uh yes yes born and raised in uh, in Oakland California,
0: in Oak Oaktown,
1: Oaktown yeah <laughs> yeah go A's go A's go Warriors, awesome are you a Raiders fan? Uh I am, oh, man it's tough man <laughs> yeah I like the Raiders I mean I like the Niners too uh, I like them both uh, uh, but I don't I'm not like a diehard I'm not obnoxious <laughs> football good. guy
0: good yeah because I'm a <laughs> I was born and raised a Broncos fan, you know, so we got that. there's that rivalry going on. I was going to have to hang up on you here.
1: Oh, yeah, no, (laughs) don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, I don't like Raiders that much, you know. Like, I (laughs) – I mean, they're all right. I mean, they've just been so disappointing just throughout the years I've been here watching them play.
0: And they're in Las Vegas now anyway,
1: so to hell with them, right? Right, right. Like, I'm like good riddance. I'm like good riddance. But, you know, a bunch of – my friends are Raiders friends, and they're, like, willing to get season tickets to – drive out there and go see them oh my god oh yeah god. <laughs> when
0: I, I when i lived in san diego um uh, i always like to root for the home team so i mean i grew up in colorado so i i've always liked the broncos but when i lived in san diego i'd also root for the chargers too but the chargers mm. moved up to la and i was like all right well you're dead to me though because you're not, <laughs> you're not it's like the, right. you know if you guys are just gonna quit quit on the on the home hometown then. i then you're dead to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for real. Ah man, those owners, man, they just, you know, they're like uh what do you what do you call it? They're they're just uh looking at the money. It's just, oh, wherever, you know, whoever's giving them more money, they'll go there. And it's just yeah, it's 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 annoying.
0: To be honest though, I mean San Diego fans are were very fickle anyway they mm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know if the if the chargers were winning they would sell tickets if the chargers weren't people would stay home and there were so many times where the chargers would have to black out games for the you know for the home uh town because right uh people weren't they weren't selling enough tickets and so the nfl black blacks yeah. out the broadcast for the local community to try to force them to buy tickets so it's like well people aren't buying tickets anyway of course you're going to move you know Whereas the right, Bron- right, exactly. Broncos, you know, if, even if they're really stinking, stinking up the joint, you know, they're still selling, <laughs> selling out the stadium. So yeah, Bron- it's Bron- all about
1: the fans, man.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, all right. So enough about that nonsense. We, uh, we just finished doing a podcast, uh, your podcast, the, the, uh, what's your podcast called?
1: Uh, my podcast journey
0: my podcast journey and that's uh anchor.fm slash uncle dash mike right
1: yes yes
0: all right yes so yeah so we just
1: thank you thank you for yeah thank you for for doing the the you know the 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 podcast with me yeah it's fun appreciate it it's synergy
0: synergy that's (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs)
1: we're we're promoting
0: the the anchor podcast brand i guess right do you uh yeah since do you do um their sponsorship do you take advantage of that?
1: Um, I've taken advantage of a couple of them. Uh, but it, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't so really, <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So I just, uh, you know, um, um, it, it's whatever. I just do this as a hobby.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I put the, I put it in there cause it's nice, you know, it's kind of nice that they even offer that. So I put it, I throw it in there, but, but yeah, it's not like I'm, Getting rich off this thing or anything, you know, it's right. More of a creative outlet or outlet for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I gotta say though, you do a really good job for just starting off. Uh, you know, your 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 voice is is like on point. Um, Thank you. You're not like you're not like stu- stuttering and stuff. Like when I was doing mine, oh man, I <laughs> I, I, I sounds such like an amateur. I
0: could I could do better, but um you know, when I was in high school, I was a a drama nerd so i was in acting Mm. and stuff like that so i'm oh nice so i i'm pretty used to public speaking Um, i used to have a youtube show it was a a tech show called tech Chop years ago Mm. and um so i you know I'm, i'm pretty used to this sort of thing like editing i feel like podcasts are just easier though it's so much easier to just edit audio together it takes like 20 minutes whereas video take you have to do all sorts of crap for that and
1: Right. Right. So
0: this is more fun to do as a hobby, I think.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I I originally did the whole podcasting thing to really be comfortable in, you know, these type of situations or sessions and, you know, speaking clearly and just not stuttering and not going, uh, 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 so, you know, you know, I do
0: that a lot. I, 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 sometimes I'll hear back a podcast and I'm, saying you know you know all the time and i'm like oh god i hope people are just yeah, it's, getting annoyed by that but
1: yeah yeah i, I was know. really bad i was really bad in the beginning uh but then uh i i've been doing uh anchor for two years a little over two years and so it's gotten a lot better but i still catch myself too man yeah.
0: well hopefully I can, I can work these cobwebs out eventually yeah Six so practice I, so i've got some questions uh that i've lined up for guys that joined the show. Um, and we don't have to go through all these. These are just sort of to kind of get on the discussion of the 3% man book and your journey with it and, you know, kind of talk along that front. So the first question I have for you is, is what led you to first read how to be a 3% man? We talked a little bit about it on your podcast episode. But why don't you tell the guys for, uh in the three percent man page because I think that's my primary audience?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> well, for me, it was um growing up, I had i guess okay success uh with uh you know dating and and having girlfriends and stuff, especially uh you know high school uh and college uh but I think uh, i had uh so i had i was going steady with with the girl for like 6 years and you know i thought she was the one we were going to get married we you know kind of already t- was talking about that and all that uh but then um i guess after college after we graduated it just uh we were both very unhappy with where we are in our lives and i felt like we were holding each other back and um uh we ended up breaking up A- and it was partly uh, me who wanted to Uh, I guess get back out there and, 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 you know, I I ended the relationship pretty much. But then once I ended the relationship, because I was in a relationship for so long, I don't, um, I kind of forgot, I kind of lost my mojo. And uh, there were so many, so many different uh, women that I've like at first initially like, Oh, this is going well. But then something happened where yeah, they just lost interest. It wouldn't go past three dates. Um, you know, and I was unable to like even sleep with them. So it, 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 it got really frustrating. And I want to say for a good, yeah, from 25 to 30, 35, I was on a total jo- dry spell. And Wow. What, that's
0: a long dry spell, brother.
1: No no offense. No offense. No, it's super, super long, super long. And on top of that, I got, I got into really bad habits, like, like uh, drugs and just smoking a lot of weed and drinking. Um, I, wasn't, I wasn't in a happy place. So, yeah. and, and I think, uh, you know, looking back, a lot of these girls, they, they kind of saw that. Like I was kind of looking for them to, you know, for some sort of happiness or something. And, you know, that alone, like, will scare off anybody. Like that needy behavior that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Corey talks about. And uh, what really kind of hit the, uh, I guess the 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 final straw that broke the camel's back, um, I met a girl on uh, Tinder or not Tinder, but uh, one of these other uh, OKCupid, and uh, she was she was married, she was like you know going through separation or something, and oh man, I like I just remembered being like the total simp and (laughs) just like trying to convince her to you know finish the divorce papers and everything and I was taking her on expensive dates and trying to like swoop her off her feet and all that and um you know in the end she she didn't want to see me anymore she went back with her husband That cat bounce yeah. is
0: what Corey calls that in the book.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was really funny because uh, you know there were there was the the last time or second to last time uh, uh, she invited me over for dinner, and I was thinking like, oh snap, it's on now, like I'm gonna gonna finally finally get something. And then, um, her husband was there. Oh, get the fuck out! <laughs> yeah, my husband was sitting in the living room playing video games and she 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 had the she was wearing her
0: ovaries so low (laughs) she she invited you over when her husband was there
1: that is fucking unbelievable dude unbelievable and i i even you know like i i tried to like um like i even try to like play nice with the husband and stuff you know like just to get the husband to like me
0: (laughs) Uh uh-oh did i lose you Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I lost you there for a second.
1: Uh. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, I, I could hear you, but then you, yeah. <laughs> the video, the video yeah,
0: froze I, up and then I didn't have any audio. So I, anyway. Oh,
1: uh, okay. So, okay. You,
0: so you were trying to make good with the husband and.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. 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 I mean, it was just the most cringeworthy thing ever. Uh, and uh, you know, and on top of that, like I, I texted her, like we were going back and forth with texting messages and I sent her this long text about like, Oh, I think you're great. And you know, you, uh, you know, like, I should, we should be together. And, and, uh, you know, I, I don't know what's going to work. You know, like we just had this whole texting conversation. Yeah. Um, and I think like after that, um, that was like, she just completely ghosted me, took me off of like social media, phone number blocked everything. And, uh, yeah, that just really like, kind of.
0: That was the uh, catalyst then, huh?
1: Pretty much, pretty much. And then that's when I, that same night, I just like Googled like, you know, what happened and, and Corey Wayne's, uh, video popped up and, um, and basically told me why, uh, it happened the way it did. Mm -hmm. And from there. I started like really diving into all of his videos and all his videos. He tells, he tells us to read the book, uh, 10 to 15 times, get the book and read it 10 to 15 times. And he says, you can read it for free on his website to sign up for the newsletter. And so I, uh, you know, I figured like what harm can it do? It's free, you know, it just requires a little bit of time to read. And so I, I picked up uh, so I read it, I picked up the book. And then on top of the book, I picked up the audio book just so, you know, it's like you have, I have a book and then I can listen to it as well.
0: Yeah,
1: I just really dived into that book and I, I read it back and forth like multiple times. Not, I don't want to say i read it 10 to 15 times, but it was pretty close. I mean, if it's not, uh, you know, five times it's like eight, eight or nine times. Okay. Um, but, but for sure, like he has helped me, uh, in my dating life so much after that, like after that, um, I just started getting like women to like comply yeah. <laughs> and and it was just like the most amazing thing. It was like, it was like you said, uh, when we talked about the red, like taking the red pill and, yeah. and understanding, yeah. How, uh, how women behaves.
0: Yeah. I think one of the biggest things for me, uh, with reading these books is learning. Um, cause I, 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 don't feel like I've, especially this last round on the dating circuit because i i I don't want to toot my own horn but i stay in shape i feel like Mm. as far as the guys around here goes uh like women tell me i'm they find me attractive all the time Mm. and so i I never have a problem getting dates it was like i was having a problem keeping them you know after Mm. two or three dates and i think it was because of the needy behavior and stuff like that. But So that was a big thing is learning not to do all that and staying off text so much. And, but also the seduction process, you know, where the the two steps forward, one step back kind of stuff. That's like, I've never even thought about that in my whole life. If a chick like put up any resistance, I was like, well, I guess this isn't happening, but now I, now I I, like, I play it off and you can actually close that deal.
1: Right. Nine
0: times out of 10.
1: (laughs) right no no absolutely it's a it's a shit test yeah like uh, you know a lot of times they they shit test you just to see if you're really are what you say you are or, or what you're about what you're presenting and stuff and for yeah I mean during those times when I was getting shit tested I I had no idea I was getting shit tested uh, so now that I understand that it's like I, I have a, a comeback or I can you know like I can close that gap yeah so it, it certainly helped and the, the really the The one thing that really helped me was the texting conversation thing, like using the phone to set appointments and dates, not, not to create a full on relationship. Um, yeah, because relationships are made person to person, not, not in, in real life, not in, not through the phone.
0: Yeah. What that's, that's, um, that's a big thing for me too. One thing I I have found is that that's probably the biggest challenge though, that the book presents is staying off, uh, not being a a girl's texting buddy because a lot of chicks are addicted to texting just as much as guys are, you know? And and so, uh, like I, I have a date scheduled for Sunday with a local Marine Corps chick and She like she and I were were talking about that on the on the date, you know, as far as texting goes, and she's like, "Oh, I'm a, you know I'm a big texter," and I go, "I go, yeah, I'm not so much of a texter, you know." I go, "I'm just too busy," and she's like, "Oh well, I, I okay, well, I guess I won't bother you." And I go, "You know, if you text me, I'll I'll reply, but you know, uh, just know that I'm not ignoring you. It's just I'm I'm too busy." And I go, "I, bes- I besides, I like talking in person anyway." And she goes, oh, "Okay, I can see that, you know," but that also just absolutely. Like I feel like sometimes you have to explain that to some chicks, otherwise they just feel like you're not interested, you know. And that's that's a yeah, challenge yeah. I've found. Have you have you found yeah. that too?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, In the beginning parts, uh, uh, when I first started reading the book uh, and I was meeting certain women that uh, I was sleeping with, they were getting really ticked off at uh, why I wasn't, like, responding in a timely manner. I'm like – and then I had to, like, kind of tell them, like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm busy, I'm I'm at work, you know, Mm -hmm. focused on this. I'd rather talk to you in person kind of a thing. And uh, uh, some of them were okay with it, and, and then there's some that just were, like, no, that's not going to work for me. Right. And, yeah. uh, Hey, that's cool, man. It's you know, if it's not going to work for you, then, you know, it is yeah. what it is. I, you know, then we'll, we'll, you know,
0: we'll end it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. you another bus every 15 minutes. Yeah. Exactly. I, um, I, I found, um, and I, I did a, I think my second episode was on what I've learned about texting. And one of the things I I learned in this whole process is you have to do that from the beginning with chicks because, I was hooking up with this gal around the beginning of COVID and it was right when I first started like listening to atomic attraction and stuff like that. And I was like over texting, like, you know, my simp self used to always do and I was texting her all the time. Right. And then I slept with her right. and I got to the part in the book that's like, Oh, you need to not text so much. I was like, Oh, okay. So I just immediately pulled back and she was like, she sent me a text one day after like three days going, you know, I'm really taken aback by you not texting me. And I was like, Oh, well, mm. I've just been busy. And, you know, uh, and I also realized that I'm an over-texter and that's another thing too, is you don't talk to chicks about game. You know, I learned that yeah,
1: too. You don't. <laughs> you do not.
0: So I was like, well, I, I just realized that, you know, I've, I've done this wrong my whole life and I was over texting and like a dipshit. And anyway, I think we went on, we went on like three or four dates and she was just like, yeah, this isn't working for me. And I was like, fuck. Fine.
1: Oh man. Fine. It's okay though. Yeah. It's okay. Well, I, if she doesn't understand, if she doesn't understand, then that's, you know, that's her bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, at that time too, I was still only dating one chick at a time. So since her, I, you know, really tried to make an effort of having a rotation and having multiple dates set up in a week. And, and that's just, like we talked about on your podcast, it's been a game changer. Yeah. Absolutely,
1: this the, the yeah.
0: plate spinning thing is is unbelievable.
1: Um, Paul, you, uh, I want to ask you, like, during this time of, of of you know quarantine and COVID, like, how are you still managing to like meet these type of women? Um, well, you know, and and have women on rotation.
0: Well, oh, there's there's a couple things at play. Um, so one, I live in a smaller area, and we're relatively mm we've been relatively untouched by all the COVID stuff. So oh, in, nice. in, in my County, they put out the numbers every day. There's been like 144 cases this whole time. There's only been two deaths. Mm. There they they were people with underlying medical oh, wow. conditions anyway. Otherwise everyone else wow. has already recovered. And so we have uh, a variation, a variant from the governor's orders. So the governor puts out all these uh, draconian orders all the time. And our sure. county is exempt from them because we don't, we're relatively untouched. So there's that. Right. And, then, and then on top of that, I'm one of those people that just don't think that this virus is as bad as they say it is. <laughs> you know, that yeah. might be a controversial thing to say, but I just don't think it is, you know.
1: No, it's, it, no, it's, not, it's not a controversial thing. I think, you know, uh, I, I agree. Like, uh, it, it is getting overplayed. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, but for me, you know, being in the Bay area, San Francisco, where the population is insane and yeah. California right now is one of the highest COVID, uh, you know, um, people, I mean, you know, like the population with the highest
0: numbers, highest
1: numbers out there. Um, people out here are very, very, uh, you know, you know, cautious yeah. uh, about meeting. And, and there were so many, there were actually so many, uh, women that I met online that is like, um, can you go get tested first? Wow. Have you been tested and, um, you know, and it's crazy. because It's just almost like, oh, I don't want to, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I, right, you know, um, uh, the crazy thing for me though, is I, I, um, I recently bought a house here and, uh, my parents, both my parents, uh, moved in with me and they are, you know, in their mid seventies. So it, there's that too, right? Like I, and they're, they're, they're a lot older and they're also, you know, compromised like immunity. So right, it's, it's, it's just hard to kind of, for me, I guess, to like, just, uh, meet people and, and bring them home or, yeah. or just even like meet someone and then like go home and hug my mom and, oh shit, <laughs> you know, like, no, we don't yeah, know.
0: I get that. I did a, a podcast interview uh, a couple of weeks ago with uh, Jose Spare uh, he's one of the 3% brothers there on the page and he lives in Chile and he mm-hmm. was talking about how Chile is just like absolutely locked down you can't go anywhere and mm-hmm. so he's like he's not even dating right now because and so he's just focused on his purpose you know but um, sure. but then you have and then you have you know me where like no one gives a shit out here almost nobody wears masks you know um, mm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and one thing I noticed too, is, you know, that the numbers keep going up as they would because that number, the, the new case number is never going to go down. Cause as you test more mm, people, mm-hmm. that number is only going to go up, mm. think, but the number of deaths isn't going up right. significantly. So I feel like at the beginning of COVID, you know, we had a lot of people were scared for the right reason. Cause we didn't know anything about it. But after this amount of time, we know so much about it now that it's like, mm, do we really have to lock down the whole world? And, you know, I don't know.
1: Right. But, right. Right. But, people are um, suffering out there, man. Like people are hurting for cash, hurting to, you know, get back into work, get back to business. And you know, yeah, yeah. this, this thing right here is just just really, yeah. Just, you
0: know. But then, uh, then you have people like, uh, our you know, Luke on the page. Who's he's, you know, done three episodes, uh, of come on man with me so far. He, nice. you know, he, he lives in Bristol, England. They're, they still have a lot of restrictions but he's you know the chicks out there don't care either so they're like they're willing to meet up and and hook up Mm. you know so i guess it really just depends on where you're at and the chicks mindsets in the area and you know i i hate to say it but you know covid's become like a real political issue and you you sort of see it like people on the far left really are scared of it and people on the Far right, think it's all bogus, or not. yeah, and so right. um, and you live in you know the Bay Area, and it's traditionally kind of a a very left leaning area, Liberal. so yeah yeah, yeah, so i can Absolutely. I can really see how that mentality would you know be in play there for sure, oh yeah, oh um, yeah
1: oh yeah, definitely, uh it's a little more difficult,
0: yeah, so you haven't been going on all
1: these epic dates and hooking up or what uh no 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 i haven't but i have been on a couple of dates uh 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 where i would uh let's just say i have well i have hooked up once my man Um, all right (laughs) (laughs) i have hooked up once but i think like after that initial hookup uh i i i just started to worry more because i live with my mom you know and yeah she's you know it's kind of, yeah, she's, she's been having these health issues, uh, which is why she moved in with me to begin with. She used to live, uh, two, two hours away from me and she had a health scare, went to the hospital. And then I was like, okay, you, you know, I'm not, I'm not driving two hours, you know, to, to the emergency room the next time I'm going to buy a place and then you're going to move in with me. And it just went from there. And so after that, I, I, yeah, I, I I've been, uh, you know, more careful, I guess. Yeah. And just to make sure, you know, the girls I'm talking with are, uh, yeah, I guess social distancing or, or keeping safe or, you know, yeah, that kind of stuff.
0: It's better safe than sorry for for, for your parents' sake.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, that's where I'm at. Uh, so I'm kind of like that guy, uh, you, you know, uh, Jose in Chile, uh, just like focused on myself. Um, what's really funny though, is I two weeks ago, I did go out on a date with this girl I met on Hinge. And uh, she also has a, she has a kid. So she has a little kid, a little young kid. So um, she's also been like quarantining herself. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: I've been able to meet up with her. My only problem was because it's been so long since I've actually, you know, like hung out with another girl. Mm -hmm. I, I really reverted back to that you know to that simp <laughs> oh the beta, <laughs> beta
0: mindset yeah
1: yeah yeah it really uh yeah it really showed too like now that, um you know because uh towards the end of the date you know i i also got the cheek and oh, you know yeah. that was the uh kiss yeah. of death <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah. and uh yeah that that really yeah that really uh Yeah, that really threw me off, man. And after that, I was like, okay, I got to get back on the book. I got to like, you know, I don't know, man, sharpen the skills again.
0: Yeah, I I had a date uh, somewhere in in the middle of COVID with this chick. Uh, And it was, I think it was before I really got into this stuff too. And uh, we were texting all, you know, a gob back and forth and I, I met her at a park and we were playing basketball because mm-hmm. everything was locked down. There was nothing to do. So we were at a park mm-hmm. playing basketball and I went in for the kiss. Cause I, cause I always go for the kiss. And right. she, she like sort of went to give me the cheek and I was like, no. Nah. And I went to go kiss her on her mouth. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, no, no, not a first date. <laughs> and I think out out of this, this whole year on the dating circuit, that's like really the only time that I've ever had that kind of reaction. Otherwise, you know, most mm. of the time, if you go in for the kiss, like chicks are very receptive for it. So I right. I, I still like, and, and Corey talks about in the book too. It's, it's like the ultimate test of interest, you know, at, it, you know, right. some, sometimes you can kiss in the middle of a date, but at at the very least go in at the end and see where you're right. at with her. Because if she does act like right. that, then you know, okay, well, she's not interested and just fucking move on, you know, but
1: exactly 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 no you know what's interesting is this girl um i i actually posted this uh about her on the three percent page uh mm. the group group page i posted it and i, I said like okay this girl curved me uh, a couple years back mm. and then we matched up again on hinge so what was interesting was when we first met it was uh it was it was at a bar and uh it was just a random, you know, she was outside smoking and I was sitting next to her talking. And the next thing you know, the, uh, the conversation turned like really hot. And then she started, we just started making out. So, so it was just crazy how like, and during that time I was really on that 3% book, uh-huh. like, you know, like really on, I was really on my game. And then um, uh, in the, I never got to, I never got to sleep with her the thing is we, we made out and then we almost hooked up, but she was there with her friends mm-hmm. and she basically her friends was like, Oh no, she's with us or whatever. Or you can't take her home or whatever. jam jammed you. And pretty much, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. And I was like, okay, you know, we exchanged numbers and uh, basically I texted her uh, like the next day or two days later and was like, so, you know, let's hang out or whatever. And basically she, she curved me and she, she was just all, I'm not interested. I, I, I recently just, I'm talking to somebody else. Yeah. And I just basically left it at that. I was all like, Oh, it's cool. You know, like I deleted her number. Well, I told her, I was like, call me if you change your mind or whatever, you yeah. know, as Corey would say, like, just leave the door open. Um, she never reached back out to me. And then, yeah. And then this recent, just recently, she, we matched up on hinge and to get the cheek from her now, after it's
0: like a slap you in know the face. The initi-
1: right and she was saying and she was also saying like oh i'm not ready yet and we're like what <laughs> but you were but you know you met me randomly that night at the club you know yeah. and we talked about it like you were you were okay that night but then you were. she was oh i was really drunk so you know such bullshit yeah, yeah. I yeah. Like, <laughs> I, man i know i know and i took it like a simp too i was like oh okay thanks for being honest you know? uh, uh. and so, so i oh man yes. Yeah.
0: you said you got you got so so after that experience you got back into the book how many times have you yes. l- listened to it uh this go around
1: uh i'm i'm actually still back on the first still on the first read oh, oh okay so i i i haven't uh yeah i haven't finished it yet um yeah I'm just like slowly getting back to it, and then, like on top of that, I just feel like at this moment in time, um, with with all of this nonsense going around, um, it's really hard for me to uh, date again. Um, so um, I'm just kind of taking my time with it, mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense um, so you know one
0: of the principles too, in the book is that you know every man needs to focus on their purpose or mission. So with, with, uh, you know, with everything going on and dating options being somewhat limited right now, what, like, what would you say your mission is? And, and like, are you just really sort of double doubling down on that?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I, it, what was interesting is, uh, the, this whole COVID thing, I, you know, I want to say it's a blessing in disguise in a way like 2020 was supposed to be, uh, our year kind of a thing, you know? and mm-hmm. uh, with all of this shut down, it was just like it, I had to really like focus on like getting my life together and um i uh I noticed um I was packing on some pounds, you know you when you you when you reach forty you know your metabolism slows down mm-hmm. and uh i I was always hovering around one sixty five one seventy, and I guess like you know when I was younger, I was you know hovered around one fifty. so i as of right now I'm I'm back at 151. Oh, nice. And I've been yeah, I've I've been busting my ass too. Like I hired a personal trainer. She's been kicking my ass like five days a week, making me do a bunch of cardio and uh strength training. Um I've been uh, you know, reading Corey's book and just really kind of getting my life, getting my room, getting everything in order, you know, uh all my affairs in order. So it's just like um I'm yeah fully focused on that right now until I don't know i match up with somebody else
0: <laughs> yeah what is what uh i always i always try to look on like the bright side of things for sure because i feel like right. like i'm a lot of attraction guy so i i kind of feel like you know if you're you practice the the gratitude you know you'll you'll get Absolutely. more get more back from that and uh one of the things that i like i'm really grateful for <laughs> with COVID is that all my, all the, uh, interest for my, or not the interest, but all the, um, yeah. Like, yeah. All the, uh, all the interest from my student loans is being deferred. Mm. So I'm, I'm paying all, all, like all the money I'm paying on my student loans right now is, is all principal. And I'm like, oh, thank you COVID.
1: You nice. <laughs> yeah. Just, no, me... absolutely. So there's
0: like, there's little things like that. You got to kind of look at, you know, there was, there was a guy on the page today, uh, that was just like, I think he posted something like, um, and by the time this comes out, you know, this is going to probably come out in like November, I think. <laughs> but
1: as of mm. today,
0: as of this recording, this guy posted like something like, uh, I'm just in such a dark place right now on the page. And I was like,
1: mm. "Yeah, man,
0: you know, if yeah. you, if you really like practice that attitude of gratitude, it helps you. Get out of that mindset, you know, of like, oh, everything sucks right now. Because if you start appreciating all the little things, even small stuff like I have clothes on right now, some people don't even have clothes, you know, like right. in, in other co- like third world countries and stuff like that, you know, like we actually right. have it pretty good. There's lots of things to be grateful we, for.
1: Absolutely. That's, uh, yeah, absolutely. I practice uh, gratitude every day too, like just thankful for a bed. Yeah. A house over my head uh, you know and warm water shit hot water <laughs> shit. yeah some people you know, don't little even have things, that. Man. my my mom
0: yeah. my mom grew up like just in poverty like her parents were these like mm. poor farmers they didn't have running water they had to go out and they had like a hand water pump they had
1: an, right pump
0: they had an outhouse and so my mom would tell me that when she was really little they would have to pump all this water go and boil it on the stove and put it in a in a bathtub and then you know my grandpa would would take a bath and then they would all share the bath water wow and then so it was like crazy my, my grandpa would go then my grandma and then the oldest kids and by the time like the youngest kids got in there the water was like
1: disgusting <laughs> yeah and i'm oh like my
0: god i'm like i don't have to deal with any of that i have like i have running water in my house yeah. you know that's so much you know and yeah. i'm grateful for my mom for you know pulling herself up from her own bootstraps you know and providing absolutely. me a better life you know there's all sorts of stuff to be grateful for
1: absolutely yeah no i my mom too my but yeah my folks you know uh immigrated from from china uh it, get away from communists mm-hmm. and um uh yeah growing up uh in the when that communist regime it was just crazy how um how poor they were! Like, yeah, same yeah. thing. No, uh, no, no running water. They had a pump. They yeah. no, no, not even an outhouse. They had a. They had to like. There was a river in the back that they would go there and and go in the river and shit. Wow. And uh, yeah, yeah, and to come from that to where we are today is just like yeah, we have so much to. We have yeah, I have nothing to complain, man. I'm I'm super grateful for everything I have in my life. I I try
0: to keep politics off the show, uh, but I I am curious though since you're you're parents did come from you know a communist country like that what how do you yeah. feel how do you feel about the big there's like a big p- movement in uh america and i think a lot of countries probably i think uh luke and in, in mm-hmm. england is talking about too there's a big push for socialism like everywhere
1: like how do you yeah how do you feel about that oh man um i am not a, well i'm certainly not a fan of socialism um uh yeah, communism, like my parents every day would uh man it, yeah like especially right now, like my mom's a huge trump supporter, and mm-hmm. uh you know she loves uh everything she's uh everything that trump is doing uh, and and kind of putting the blame of covid and everything on china um uh, because it, in a way it 's true it's true it's, it's you know this is all they're doing that we're stuck in this situation mm-hmm. um but as far as like uh, socialism i think yeah, I don't think it's a good deal, man. I <laughs> think, yeah, you know, like uh, seeing what my mom goes through and the stories I hear from her, and how they were treated, uh, it just, yeah, like it's it's definitely not a not the way to go.
0: I was just curious because that's probably an unpopular opinion there in the Bay Area, right? Like, <laughs> I feel like there's a, a big push there. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, well, they 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 want to mask it with something else. They want to say it's not socialism. They want to say it's something else. <laughs> it's a, yeah uh, yeah but was it, exactly the,
0: it the the term is a uh, democratic socialism you yeah, know
1: right right bernie sanders and all that yeah yeah, yeah. like I, yeah that, that's it's insane what they're talking about like uh free health care for oh, not free health care but free college tuition for everybody and it's just like what yeah uh, uh, how's that I, I, how do you,
0: it's not sustainable i i, I don't think personally.
1: no right no it's not it's it, it certainly isn't um I will say I do like uh, Andrew Yang.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I like what he I like what he was about, um, and I don't think he's you know he he was like first up, but a businessman first, and then uh, some of the stuff he was talking about just makes a lot of sense. Um, but um, like, yeah, you, unfortunately, he's
0: he he um, he was a big proponent he pushed for UBI. Yeah,
1: yeah. What do you feel yeah, about he, that? He was, he, I like it. <laughs> that's the so that's like one thing that i really think uh would help because of the uh, how crazy the the tech boom is and how mm-hmm. it's like really the ro- the robots uh the, how the robots are really coming to uh take everybody's jobs and and you know it, it's going to get to a point where uh yeah a lot of people are going to be out of work because everything is going to become automated uh, and uh, I, I read a- his book too
0: you see that a lot, um, especially out here, where you know they they made this huge push for uh, increased wages. You know, like minimum wage. They want to raise. Right. I think they and I, don't, I think they did it even more drastically in California. But in Colorado, they raised the yeah. minimum wage to like, I don't know, almost like thirteen bucks an hour or something. And mm, so, mm, mm. so then you see a lot of these companies like, okay, well, we're just going to replace all of our staff with kiosks or self-checkout there's like the the Walmart where I'm at it's almost all self-checkout now and right right um, and so then like then I have my parents saying well see that's what happens when they do that and I go well sure like those menial jobs might have gone away but there's now new jobs for people to repair those things you know so I don't know mm, mm-hmm So, I don't know, Mm -hmm. six of one, half dozen of the other, I guess. Maybe it'll force them to get better training, to get better jobs, you know, like to repair those kiosks. I don't know. Who knows? Well,
1: things are (laughs) going to change. Who knows? Who knows?
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, that that cause stuff can't stay static. You can't have, you know, if if they kept minimum wage, you know, if that never changed, you know, it it would be like 50 cents an hour, you know, (laughs) because. Right. Right. So, I don't know. Um all right, like I got I got two more questions for you and then we can wrap this up. All right. Cool. Um so based on your experience on the 3% path, what kind of advice would you give someone just starting out?
1: Ooh. Um someone that's just starting out focus. I think I think it's very important to to focus on yourself. Um, I guess, how can I say it? Um, there were some, there were a couple of guys that was on that page that was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I've never had a girlfriend before. I'm 22, 23, you know, and there's this girl I really like. And I'm just thinking like, well, first, okay. So first you need to figure out how to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Like, like how do, how can you, how do you socialize? Like, uh, like from man to woman. You know, like, are you, uh, you know, can you, can you do that first? You know, Mm. like that's so important, you know, and, 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 uh, yeah. So often these people, they don't, they don't know how to do that. And they automatically want to like, Oh, they want to get this girl, you know, they, and, and get this girl to like them and stuff. And it's just like, well, you know, before you run, learn how to walk. Yeah. So, you know, I, I would say, yeah, that's probably my, my main thing is, uh, uh, focus on how to uh, like socialize and and talk to people Uh, be, I don't know, be social.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dating essentials for men is a very good book for that where it, it, I mean, he talks about like just the basics of everything, you know, he talks about getting over your own anxiety. uh, You know, a lot of people have anxiety talking to women. He, he talks about just going out and just, saying like, hi to everybody, you know, yes. stuff yes. like that.
1: And yes, and then once yes. you
0: get good at that and that doesn't feel uncomfortable anymore, then take it to the next level and stuff, you know? So I think like, that's another great, great book I always talk about is because of stuff like that, you know?
1: Yeah. Dating essentials. That's the book that I'm going to have to look into. And uh, the other one you were saying, uh, atomic attraction. Yeah. 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 The whole uh, Yeah. I'm definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to pick up those two books and, and, and get on it. Absolutely. So yeah, thanks for, thank, thank you for the recommendation for that.
0: Sure. Um, okay. Last question. What does being a 3% man mean to you?
1: Oh, wow. Um, wow. There's no uh, wrong answers.
0: It, Just kidding. There's, there's lots of wrong <laughs> answers. <so. laughs>
1: no pressure. Um, well, it, it, to me, to me, it certainly means, uh, being on your purpose, no matter what, and, 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 not, not, not giving a fuck or I don't know if I could curse, but yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. You cool. absolutely not, can, <laughs> <laughs> but really not, not giving a fuck uh, uh, what anybody else thinks, uh, 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 what you're doing is, is, is it, you know, whether they think it's wrong or right, or whatever, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You just, you know, you do it cause you love to do it. And, uh. Uh, and it's bringing you success it's bringing you happiness it's you know giving you something uh that uh, you're you're proud of even for 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 yourself so to me that's what 3 per, 3% means so i'm i'm sure there's more I'm, and i'm missing some stuff here you know no this but, is what um, it means to
0: you so i think that's great yeah i think that's a good yeah. answer that's solid
1: <laughs> <laughs> cool safe cool cool, cool.
0: <laughs> well mike aka quack how did I get, how did you get that name Quack? I think you told me this on
1: chat but um well okay so Quack is is the government name or the 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 given name my mom gave me. Okay. Um, but the 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 doctor who delivered me was Michael. So they they you know and they were all like you should give your son an English name. So
0: oh, Okay. So, so Mike's your you... English name, Quack is your you know Chinese name, right?
1: Right. Right. And, it... and Uncle Mike I'm uh,
0: does quok like does Does it mean something does it have a
1: sp- specific meaning um it means uh, it means country uh in in chinese but okay. uh so the, my my full my full chinese name or government name is Kwok kim chan okay. and um it's just uh yeah it, it, i mean they just the kim means i don't know means something <laughs> I, I don't know i'm, I'm a you American born, <laughs> so sure, sure. I I really don't know the you know how why they even gave me that name, but um, um, yeah. Just uh, I figured I like as I've gotten older, you know, I have like three or four other friends by the name of Mike. So okay. how do you you know? And when someone says Mike, everybody turns their heads like what? So <laughs> right, right. You know, I just decided like you know what, just give me Quack, or you know, okay, uh, or Uncle Mike, Uncle Mike, uh, Uncle Mike. And- uncle Mike. Yeah.
0: Are, are you an actual uncle then? I take it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have tons of <laughs> niece and nephews, no kids of my own. Thank God. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't get me wrong. I love kids. I love kids, man. Like, and, and if God willing, I, you know, sure. Uh, if someone wants a kid from me, I give it to them, but, uh, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I don't Make know. Make sure you get that prenup, one, buddy. Man. Make sure you get that prenup. Hey, I already know. You already know, you already know, man. I, yeah. I ain't, yeah. <laughs> yeah prenup man all day <laughs> <laughs>
0: alright Mike I appreciate having you on have a good one
1: hey thanks so much Paul you too man
0: Mike thanks again for joining the show it was a long night recording your podcast and you sticking around to do my podcast but it was well worth it I think we should definitely do it again be sure to check out Mike's podcast at anchor.fm uncle-mike I'll be sure to put a link to the to that show in the show notes But until next time, thank you for listening to come on, man. If you're new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading how to be a 3% man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros now go out and get it